0: is the University of Michigan.
1: Touchdown, Michigan! The beach of Michigan Hall! And the court, an extra pass.
0: And it goes to the...
2: Welcome back to Blue by 90. I am Justin, joined by Jack and Kalen, as always. It is, what is it, September 26th? Sunday, September 26th. I'm sitting here right outside the stadium. Um, You know, people are cleaning up, and we've got another Victory Sunday. It's a beautiful Sunday here in Ann Arbor. People aren't quite as pumped about this Victory Sunday. Uh, as they were last week or, or any of the previous weeks. But Michigan's 4-0. They beat Rutgers uh, yesterday. I 1-0 in Big to, Ten play. 1-0 in Big Ten play. I think you got to just be – let's start by just being thankful for being 4-0 because not everybody can say that. Yeah,
1: love it. Clemson can't say it. Ohio State surely can't say it. I'm all for it.
0: Isn't that the weirdest world we live in where you're like, hey, Michigan's <laughs> 4-0 and Clemson's not? Clemson's two and two, or one and two, or something. Two
1: and
2: two, I think, right? Probably. Brutal. But um, I mean, the other thing is, I believe what was the stat that they Michigan hasn't trailed all year. This is the first time that they're four and zero and haven't trailed since the seventies. And so, it's just funny how I, I understand how the game went yesterday. There, there is a lot to be frustrated about in that second half, but. You know, for that stat to happen and still have people pissed off is about as Michigan as, as you can get.
1: <laughs> That's us, awesome, man, as Michigan fans. <laughs> That's <laughs> gotta find Michigan something to complain best. about. Yeah, it sounds yeah. about right. And and what yeah. they haven't
2: turned – they're the only team in the country that hasn't turned the ball over yet, right? Not yeah. It, right. And they forced a fumble yesterday against Rutgers. That was their first turnover of the year. Um, so, I, I – I mean, Rutgers is it, a good team. Rutgers is a, a solid they're team. They're 3-0. And they, they were 3-0. and I totally agree. I think that people, I mean, obviously, are overreacting to that second half. There, like I said, there are definitely things to be frustrated about. Um, but I think you got to take the, the the good with the bad, right? And say, hey, 4-0, no turnovers. This defense is really good. Um, you know, your offense played really well in the first half too. Uh, and you're go, you're, like you said, one and zero in Big Ten play heading to Madison uh, next week. And, you know, you look at Wisconsin, and they got their shit kicked by Notre Dame, who hasn't looked good all yeah. year until then.
1: And that was that was a close game, I think, until the fourth quarter, and then uh, Notre Dame just ran away with it.
2: Yeah, I, I think, you know, yesterday was actually a pretty crazy day in college football, all in all. So I, I think that to, you know, to watch Sparty that game, they're escaping with a win. To watch – Clemson go down to watch some of these other teams go down. Notre Dame, Wisconsin goes down. Um, Arkansas beating a and Arkansas beat AM. and That was your upset pick of the day.
1: Well, I picked Arkansas over AM and m uh, and NC State over Clemson. Ever, all my wow. bets hit except for that Michigan over. That's uh, that, that killed me. But still, Michigan's 4-0. I still came out winning money. It's so a good call, Sunday
2: for me. Let's call Gaddis and just... Tell him he needs a Venmo you or something for not winning that yeah. bet. I'm, I'm missing out on 200 bucks here, my friend. Come on.
0: Come on now. Don't forget Oklahoma barely escaping West Virginia. Some right. people,
1: were, people were calling for the backup in, uh, in Oklahoma.
0: Spencer Rattler
2: is not, not getting it done? Apparently not. He just has – I hate his face. His face, <laughs> I, I, I mean – It bothers you? It, it bothers me. He has a very punchable face. Especially, oh it's like, it's squeezed in in his helmet, too, and it just looks <laughs> even worse in a helmet than it does uh, normally,
1: but, oh, my goodness.
2: <laughs> All right, so, back to this Michigan game, I mean, let's talk about the defense first. Um, I thought that this defense saved the day. They saved the day in the second half. They played a fantastic first half. Uh, you know, they, they were, they didn't let up more than a couple points in the first half, and then they were on the field essentially the entire second half because Michigan kept going three and out, three and out, three and out. Um, and I thought this defense, especially the linebacker crew, uh, saved the day a lot. And so the the term that we've talked about, the bend but don't break defense, was for sure there, especially in that second half.
1: And, and if they can keep teams out of the 20s, right, I mean, then – you can have second halves like that where you're not scoring the ball literally at all and still win mm-hmm. the game. So, yeah, it's good to, that we can rely on the defense right now when the offense uh, has a bad game and then hopefully vice versa. The defense has a bad game sometime and the offense can step up. We're still 4-0, 1-0 Big Ten play. <laughs> Positive vibes around here.
0: Yeah, I mean, the defense obviously played super well, especially in the first half, right? I think we went into halftime and it was like 20-3. to 3. Like, everyone was looking at the score like, oh, okay,
2: game's over, right? Yeah, I mean, that, I think the most frustrating thing to me um, in this game was there were opportunities to put it away, and they didn't take them. or the, not, not that they didn't take them, but they didn't execute. Um, you know, I thought now going on to the offensive side of the ball, um, your defense was playing well enough. Uh, that you knew that Rutgers couldn't move the ball much in, in the first half. And when they did, you know, they got down to the red zone that they bent. The defense bent enough to let them get in the red zone, and then they'd, you know, squash it, and, and they'd have to settle for a field goal or, or something like that. Um, but it felt like, you know, right at the end of that first half, Michigan gets uh, – they force a punt on – or it's not a punt. They force a, a turnover on downs on fourth and ten. Uh, and then Michigan gets it to, I think it was Henning, um, across the field, you know, for like a 50 some yarder, uh, and they're down all of a sudden roughing the passer as well. And they're down on the two yard line and they run it up the gut, get stuffed. And then they run a, a play call that air call and Luke Schoonmaker were both, uh, uh wide open. Uh, is it? I don't know if it's Schoonmaker or Schoonmaker, whatever, but he, um, he tripped. Honingford? It was Honingford? Hon- I think. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it was, I mean, he tripped at, but they were both wide open. Cade could have, you know, underhand threw it up there and he misses him. All of a sudden, we're settling for a field goal, you know. I don't know. That was just seemed like kind of the turning point where it was like, we were rolling, rolling. And then all of a sudden you stall a little bit, you go into half, not feeling so great about that outcome. And then you come out in the second half. And in the second half, I was super frustrated. Cause it was like, we were like, okay. If the score just remained the same, we were like, all right, we won it in the first half. That's about it. We, we did our job and we didn't try to pound it and win by, you know, 40.
0: I mean, Uh, yeah, they just did not seem to have the ability in the second half. Not even – it wasn't – I was going to say they didn't have the ability to blow it open, but they didn't even have the ability to, like, move the ball down the field, it felt like, in the second half. And that was kind of, like, worrying to me.
2: It was very worrying. I mean, what from what I saw, Shiano was putting a lot of guys in the box and saying, hey – I know that you're up by 17 or whatever at half, and I know you're trying to run the ball forever and ever until this game, you know, and run until the clock runs out essentially. And Michigan said, "We know that you know that we're going to run the ball, and we're still going to try and run the ball." They ran it up the gut over and over again, and I think that's what frustrated me most. I don't mind not throwing the ball, especially when you're up in the second half. What I do mind is. You got to run it outside. You can't run it in between the tackles over and over and over. Uh, you know, against a, a, a Big Ten opponent, even if it's Rutgers, you aren't going to be that physically, you know, better than the other team. And so, I mean, you have Blake Corum. Get him to the outside. Why are we trying to run Blake Corum up the middle? I don't know. I, I, what did you guys feel like? Um, you know, it, it just felt like that the play calling that we've seen. Over the past, you know, few weeks and even in the first half, they went completely away from that uh, and just tried to be as basic as could be.
1: Well, yeah, you'd expect it too. yesterday. I mean, we saw it earlier in the season. We've seen it where they're running the ball outside, whether they're getting it either to A.J. Henning or Roman Wilson on a sweep or running uh, Blake Corum off a tackle instead of up the middle. So it's just it, it's shocking. We didn't see more of that.
0: Yeah, you would think that after you had three straight games of basically, like, we're just going to run it down your throat because it worked, you would get to a game where you're like, oh, okay, maybe I can't run it down this guy's throat. Let's start using our other weapons and our other tools. And then we just, like, didn't do that at all.
2: <laughs> yeah, I mean, the couple times that we did, though, it worked. I think that made it even more frustrating right, that, exactly. it was like, that it was like, all right, they finally, in the fourth quarter, um ran it or give it to to core him off the edge he takes the corner he stepped out of bounds but if he doesn't step out of bounds it's a it's like a 20 yard run and then the one time they get it to uh to Henning, uh you know it's like he takes off and he had he had the punt return as well it's like use those guys Use those weapons, like as you said, Jack. That speed and space that we were talking about—it feels like I just gave Josh Gaddis like all these props for using that speed and space and doing what he wanted to do, and then it was like he went away from that completely uh, in the second half. Because honestly, he was doing it in the first half, and it worked really well. So I I don't know. I I, I'm worried um, about this offense moving forward. uh, To your point, Kaylin, where it's like. What's going to happen when Wisconsin does the same thing and just stacks their linebackers and says, hey, Cade, you got to pass. And then if we're not going to run around the edge or be um, or be just, like, creative at all, then I'm, I'm very worried about going to Madison next week. Are you guys feeling the same way? I mean, yeah, man.
1: You got to be able to pass the ball, especially against a team like that. And I know you guys were talking about uh, – I, I still got to, like, rewatch the game because it was all fuzzy for me. Had a little too much fun <laughs> yesterday, but um, classic. I mean, I know we had talked with I can't remember who it was. I know we talked about this a little bit before, with like Trevor Woods or um, somebody else. And they're like, maybe it's just Michigan needs that spark, and you might see JJ in the game instead of Cade. Like maybe, maybe that happens next weekend if if things are kind of moving slow. So um, I don't know. Do you think there's a shot of that happening next week in Madison, throwing JJ in there?
0: Honestly, I think that would be kind of sweet, but I think it needs to be like timed very well, right? Cuz I do think Cade is the leader of the team and and he deserves it and the team knows that as well. So like, I think putting Cade out there to operate the offense as he has is is fine, but then if things kind of hit a lull, throw JJ in there, let him get a series or something, right? I right. I it. mean,
1: yeah, I think I think uh Cade would, would 100% start that game. Right. But, like, let's say, I don't know, he's not able to hit some passes, you're down,
2: going into halftime.
1: Does JJ come out in the third quarter?
2: Maybe. Yeah, I mean, I got a couple things to say on this one, too. I think that Cade, I think people are overreacting to Cade's play yesterday because I think that there are a couple things. He, he I don't think we've set up Cade for total success all year. You, when you only pass it so many times, you have to be incredibly efficient. We're not giving him the opportunity to be able to have some mistakes and still get away with it. So when you only throw so many times, you've got to hit those guys every single time. Um, Now he did have some bad throws in the second half, especially, you know, on those three and outs in that fourth quarter. Like he couldn't even get the ball to the sideline for for a couple of those out routes that would have been first downs, and that was really frustrating. Um, so that was that's one thing I think. Kate isn't as bad as as everybody thinks he is, you know. Uh, after one bad one poor half, I guess. Um, but I also, at the same time, it would be a you'd be putting JJ in a very very difficult spot on the road in Madison, if our offense is sputtering to all of a sudden be the guy that we have to rely on to create a spark.
0: Yeah, that's true. I can't agree with that. I mean, yeah, (laughs) yeah.
2: you said it best. (laughs) Yeah, I I think that that's like, I, I would hate to just be like, all right, JJ, we're on the road on our, in our first game this year on the road against our first, probably like really, really legitimate opponent. Uh, And now all of a sudden we're going to change everything up in the offense. You got a new, new leader calling the shots. Uh, You know, all of a sudden you've got a true freshman in the game. I think that's a tough spot, but I do agree with you guys. If things are, if this, let's say that Michigan does the same thing in the second half that they did yesterday as if they do that in the first half on on next Saturday, I think you might need it just for that spark that you're talking about. Not that, like, it's the the answer, but sometimes that's just, you know, that just works for, I don't know why sports work that way, but that's just kind of how it goes, you know?
1: Yeah, I mean, that could be it. And it's not like we're saying, right, like that happens to go in the game to get a little spark, and then JJ's just taking over forever. I mean, like you said, like teams might just need a little spark, throw J.J. in there, and tides turn, or they don't, you know? At least mm-hmm. just trying something different if things aren't
0: going the right way. I just have to imagine, though, that Paul Chris is just going to look at the the film from this game and be like, oh, they're just going to run it right at us. All right, mm-hmm. I'm stacking the box all game.
2: It's yeah, well, 100%. Why wouldn't you? <laughs> right? Like I would do the exact same. And Greg Schiano is an old school coach. And he was like, he did that exact thing and it worked. And so they're going to do the same thing, but I I'm hoping that at the same time that Jim and Josh Gaddis are looking at the film and say, Hey, we need to run around the outside more. <laughs> we need to get Henning involved. We need to, you know, run those speed sweeps that you're talking about. I mean, after all the, the speed sweeps were, they were a staple in the offense. I think we talked about that too, where it's not like a, um, those speed sweeps weren't like trick plays. That was like a a, a regular play in this offense. Um, So for them to just not really run those at all yesterday, that was kind of crazy too.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I don't recall seeing any play action either, which is strange when you run the ball that much. Yeah, you're right.
2: I mean, they did those RPOs, but it wasn't it, we when I mean, it's not really a, an RPO when you give it 99% of the time.
0: <laughs> yeah, that's just a run play. <laughs>
2: yeah, right. It's a run play with with uh Cade taking three steps, you know, trying to fake out the linebacker and they're like, uh we we know you
0: don't have the ball. Yeah, nobody's um, ever faked out. <laughs> mm-mm, mm-mm. So maybe that
2: is the, the, the thing that J.J. can bring to the table. What do you think about that? Is, is Does that make the offense way more dynamic with J.J.'s legs?
1: He can. He brings that athleticism to the QB position. But, I mean, also, like, I saw uh, Do put up a highlight where, like, the one time Cade kept it, it was, like, the wrong read. And, yeah. and he got tackled in the backfield. But, I mean, even – you know, if he makes the right read there and he can gain five to ten yards, I mean, that still holds the defense accountable. But, um, I mean, yeah, you got to you – still got to – even every now and again, you've got to take it and hold the ball just to just keep the defense accountable so they can, you know, look at two guys instead of just knowing that Corum or Haskins is going to get it. But I, but I think J.J. would bring a, a better element as far as in that uh, game plan. My mind is like a fucking fog right now. <laughs> you need this drip house coffee that got. I'm. trying to finish mine. I'm like trying to talk, and I'm like, I don't like. Do I
2: speak English? I don't know what the fuck is
0: happening? <laughs> Holy uh, shit. But You're, you're right on. Hit,
2: the truly hit hard. That's it's
0: really hit hard. You're right on though, because JJ does bring that like improv ability, right? Uh, mm-hmm. Right. So, and that would be that could be the spark. But we're also forgetting about our guy Dan Valari. That's true. That's right, baby. Let him loose. Change the game. I mean, I wouldn't I honestly
2: low-key wouldn't mind. Like in that second half, if you're struggling, bring in a Valari in that Taysom Hill and just see what happens. I don't know. Throw something brand new that they haven't seen. All of a sudden, you know, maybe it's not like your best you know option but it's a different option that they haven't seen in it and it could just like throw them off guard and that that could be that spark that you need as well
0: yeah that could be it yeah I just this team I just think it's gonna get a real test at Wisconsin Um, and that'll really be the litmus test for me to kind of measure the rest of the season
2: yeah, I'm I'm pretty worried that going to Wisconsin next week is going to go very poorly, and then we're all going to be like, oh, this team isn't that good.
1: I know. that. I mean, that'll be the big
2: – well, we also
1: thought this weekend, too, like Rutgers undefeated, I still think they're a good team. Um, we still came out with a victory, but, you know, people aren't satisfied. But if, if you have a game like that where you go into Madison and do it, you know – it's a victory in Madison. Maybe people will be a little bit more satisfied. So I don't know. I I, I do agree with you guys. I think next week is really a a tell-all because it's the road game, big matchup, Big Ten. What does this team really look like?
2: Well, and I mean for Jim as well. Jim hasn't won on the road against a decent team ever, <laughs> ever really. I mean, has he? I don't. I think there's a stat out there. Against, I mean, him against top 25 teams on the road. I, I don't think he, he's either winless or maybe like won a game against an MSU or something when they were like ranked 20th or, you know, we, we really haven't won any decent games on the road. Um, and usually the bigger part of that is they're usually blowouts. I'm thinking mm-hmm. about when we went to Wisconsin, uh, you know, a year or not a year ago, but two, three, three years ago. Uh, And it was like 35, nothing at halftime. Um, You go to Penn state and when Saquon, you know, Saquon takes the first play for 60 yards, you know, (laughs) you get blown out there. Um, Obviously Ohio state as well. So I, I think for this team and for Jim and for this program, this next week is a bigger test than just the opponent. It's, can you play in that environment? against a decent team on the road obviously it's a noon game thank god so those you know those students at wisconsin hopefully won't be too lit up uh, but <laughs> you're still playing in madison which is a you know a, a pretty crazy environment in a big 10 road game um and you have to be able to show up in those games to obviously compete
0: yeah yeah, yeah that'll be a big game and and uh I hope they they get some some new ideas on offense when they go there.
2: Mm -hmm. Um, I'm looking back at the stats too. (laughs) Anything? I mean, no, (laughs) nothing good. (laughs) Absolutely nothing is good. I mean, shit. You're looking at our looking at our receiving stats. Mike Sainer, still one catch. Roman Wilson, one catch. Cornelius Johnson, two catches. Eric Hall, two catches. Corum, two catches. Dalen Baldwin, one catch. That's it.
1: Hey, you know what I see from that? Spreading the ball around. It's beautiful. Positive vibes only. Here we go. Come on.
2: Oh, my God. You're still drunk. <laughs> 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 uh, oh, man. Maybe. I, maybe. Maybe. I, I'm just, you know, I'm thinking back on – now before i say this nobody on our team is a nico collins but i'm thinking back to like not getting our playmakers the ball all those guys are very capable of catching five plus passes in a game so we've got to get i mean you've got to get the same way we talked about getting our running backs in a rhythm i think you have to get your receivers in a rhythm as well um i i bet you if you look out there (laughs) there is who tell me another team in the country other than air force or navy or army that their leading receiver has two catches for 33 yards.
0: It's <laughs> a good point. My yeah god, like nobody's Nico Collins, but like nobody even has the chance to be Nico Collins when you don't throw anybody the ball.
2: Exactly. And you know, okay. So uh, we talked about Rainer Saban and his dumbass question to Jim about the recruiting implications of just running the ball all the time. This if you're a receiver and you come <laughs> to this game, are you like, wow, I can't wait to go to Michigan?
1: I I mean, I think if you're a receiver and you see what the score is in the in the second half and you know you're not moving the ball, running it and then it's like they're not throwing the ball either, then I would be, like, concerned. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm like, I don't know. I don't know yeah, if I if would. You're,
0: if you're, like, a big prima donna receiver and you're like, I want to get, you know, 10 receptions a game. Yeah, this this has not been a good good uh, good look for you so far at Michigan.
1: <laughs> I, that's, that's what I was saying. You got to be, like, uh, Spinellis and just be a big blocking receiver and just try to
2: have- – <laughs> you just love football i just want to hit somebody you know yeah i I mean if you're if you're a joel honigford and you're basically a (laughs) lineman that they've moved to tight end this is the place for you yes (laughs) but what makes
0: it upsetting is that you like you're like see a flash where you're like oh that guy could be really good if Mm -hmm. we just actually threw the ball to him more and then we just never do
2: Hey, I will say I just looked up army stats. Their quarterback was 0 of 5 on the day.
1: Zero. Hey, yards. Could be worse.
2: <laughs> could always be worse. Could
1: always be worse.
2: Oh my God. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I I that's where I'm like, can we really evaluate Cade on what he's been able to do? You're not even letting him, him get into a rhythm. You're not letting him be himself the guy threw for a 10,000 yards in Vegas in high school uh, in Reno or whatever. Like you, you have to give these guys some opportunities and that's the frustrating thing, especially like you said, Jack, when you realize that one thing's not working, you have to to try something else and let's get our guys. I'm not asking you to throw deep ball after deep ball. I would love a couple. But yeah. the, the the crossing routes and the the inside, uh, you know, slants were working when they got it to them, and then like so that's your point, Caitlin. Like when you see that flash, when you see something work, and then you're like, well, wh- Why are we? Why don't we do that one more time? Why don't we try it again? And they completely go away from it. Seems like.
1: Yeah, I'm. I'm really. The more we talk about this game, the. The, the less, less positive vibes. <laughs> yeah, the less the, the less I want to like actually go back and rewatch it. But I, I want to see what's going on. I don't know, man. I I uh, I'm just hoping it's a bad week. I'm just hoping it's a bad week. They bounce back again. It's, we're talking about one game. They're still undefeated. Doesn't change anything as far as the season goes. But um, I, I agree with you though. You got to let Cade loose a little bit. Let him throw the. He he had 16 pass attempts yesterday. I like, that's like
2: that's,
1: that that's crazy. I think that's crazy. Bart. Well, the, the fact that it's a season high, well, I guess, I mean, I guess the fact that it's a season high, I mean, every other game, we're able to rush the ball like fucking crazy. Like nobody's right. business. Like that, that's fine with me. But when you're, when it's such a close game and you're not able to move the ball in the second half and you've only got six, 16 pass attempts, that's, that's what bothers me more than anything.
0: Yeah. I just used the restroom. So I, I'm just jumping into this conversation. Sorry. Sorry.
1: <laughs> sorry. I just dropped a huge deuce and now I'm back. <laughs>
2: Um, yeah, I, I agree with you there. I agree with you there. Um, I think that, you know, going back to this defense, you know, the one guy that, uh, that, um, surprised me was junior Colson. Junior Colson was in the he game, was making plays all over the place. And like, I didn't know where Josh Ross went, honestly. So it was kind of weird. I, I was, I was literally asking like, where's Josh Ross? Where's Josh Ross? Cause it was mm. junior Colson, as you said all over the place, making plays, um, which young linebackers, the high heel green and junior Colson making plays. That's a Love positive. It. I'll say yeah. that for sure. Um, and I, I, this defense, I think too, you know, the fourth quarter um, it felt like they were running the same play. It was just a, a read option and they'd give it one time and get 15 yards and the federal and would keep it the next time and get 15 yards. And it was like, Holy shit! Can we stop this one play or no? Kalen, uh, how'd you how'd you feel about that watching the that uh, Rutgers offense like just drive, drive, drive to try and get them back within striking distance?
0: Yeah, it reminded me of uh, like 2018 Ohio State where they were just yep. doing crossing routes. Right, they just found like one or two concepts and just went like, okay, they can't defend that. Let's just keep doing it. And uh, yeah, exactly. They just were running that read option or like federal was passing it like out to some guy in the flat for like seven yards.
2: Mm-hmm. Super
0: um, annoying. It,
2: it, well, it was very annoying because it wasn't anything like they had obviously seen that all game too. It wasn't like trick plays. It wasn't like guys making unbelievable, you know, unbelievable plays. It was very simple. It seemed to be, but then all like, we just couldn't stop it. And they just kept going uh and that was like just uh, yeah it was super annoying I I said it to Jacqueline I was like people were into the game as fans like everyone was like very invested but it was in an annoyed way people (laughs) were annoyed that they had to be invested in that fourth quarter (laughs)
0: that's awesome yeah it's like why why is why are we not blowing them out what is going on Mm -hmm.
2: (laughs) which is classic (laughs) Michigan fans too myself included right yeah we're not we're not same. We're not part of that group. Oh, no, we are 100%. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Man. Um,
2: all right. So, uh, let's uh, go around the country a little bit as well. I mean, I watched the MSU game last night too. Um, the MSU game was wild.
1: What happened there? I know they won an OT or two OT, right? Yeah. They won an OT.
2: Yeah. Um, Nebraska looked, I don't know if Michigan state looked bad, but Nebraska looked pretty damn good. Taylor Martinez was uh, like rocking it. They, they, they yeah. tore up that MSU defense, um, which that MSU defense has played really well. Um, so I was kind of surprised to see that. Um, Nebraska had chances to win. Uh, and then they had MSU with like three minutes left took a punt return back to the house. It was a shanked punt, and the guy just caught it on like a, a 20-yard sprint already and just took it to the house, and that uh, <laughs> tied up the ball game, and then they t- had to take it to OT. It was crazy. Sheesh.
1: Oh. Did Iowa they, lose?
2: Did Iowa end up losing yesterday?
1: No, uh, they won 24-14. Okay. I know they were down in the first half. Yeah. yeah.
2: Colorado State? Yeah. That's crazy. Mm. Um, Minnesota lost as well. They, play- they played Bowling, Bowling Green. Green. Go Falcons. So, <laughs> I mean, go Falcons for sure, but, like, I I've, I feel like I've said it every week. Bo- Minnesota, I can't figure them out. They were super competitive against Ohio State. Obviously, Ibrahim still is out, but, like, they can't beat a, a mid-level max school now. I, what's going on? Um I, I'm in the boat that, like, everybody stinks. Yeah. Are you guys in that boat? <laughs> I mean, yeah. Outside, outside of Bama and Georgia, yeah. I mean, dude, is,
1: is Oklahoma going to be bumped out of the top five? I think so. They should right? be
2: after the last two weeks. Dude, 35-40
1: or 40-35 to over Tulane week one. Week two, they played West Carolina, beat them 76 nothing. Then Nebraska, they only beat them 23-16. And they just beat West Virginia 16-13.
2: Here's my question. I totally agree as well. They should be bumped out. They're not that good. Um, if you can't beat those teams by more. Um, okay, this Notre Dame-Wisconsin game, though, I didn't realize that Notre Dame scored 31 in the fourth quarter. Yeah, dude. <laughs> that was like a, a defensive matchup the whole game. It was like 3-0 for a long time, then 3-3, three three, then 10-3, mm-hmm. and then they just like took off somehow in the fourth quarter. Dude, that's um, insane.
0: Oh, it looks like they had a, a kickoff return and then two interception returns. Jesus, Graham Mertz stinks. Eighteen for forty-one. I hope so. I hope oh, he stocks next week oh too. My gosh, he had
2: one TD and four picks. Holy shit! That Jesus. I mean, that's talk about positive vibes for Michigan. <laughs> 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 yeah, at least there. it feels good there. Yeah, uh, sounds
0: like Vincent Gray and uh, all the DBs they'll be uh, feasting. I hope so. Yeah, I hope so.
2: But even there, like Graham Mertz thinks he goes eighteen for forty-one. That's a lot of passes. You a lot said of it, Caleb. How? Oh my God! They had forty-one pass attempts, and their leading rusher at eighteen rushes.
1: Dude, Wisconsin's a new team.
2: They're totally, like
1: they're a totally different program now.
2: <laughs> they only ran the ball twenty-eight times and passed it forty-one. What? Who is Wisconsin? What's going
0: on? World is upside down. (laughs) This is the weirdest timeline.
2: I don't know what's happening. What world are we living in?
0: Jesus Christ!
2: Iowa State lost, by the way, to Baylor. They're they're. I this was supposed to be their year. They brought all their seniors back, including all those All Americans.
1: Yeah. So where's the soup train? Yeah, soup trains down the drain right now
2: <laughs> oh pouring campbell's soup right down the drain
1: jesus yeah, yeah that is wild though no i don't think anybody expected that there's a lot mm-hmm. of things will be expected in college football right now it that helps with the, that helps that's with the beauty the of this year
2: yeah that helps with the pressure on uh, that people are putting on harbaugh because now it's like okay let's say they fire harbaugh who? Yeah, you're you're not gonna want Dan Cam- or not Dan Campbell, bad Campbell <laughs> now. Maybe we want Dan Campbell. Maybe we want oh, Dan Campbell. Yeah, he's owned two as well. Probably gonna be on three today. Yeah. Oh my God. Uh Let's see who else in the Big Ten played. Um, Ohio State ended up winning fifty nine to seven, but it was seven seven for a while. Okay, wait. Man. Let's talk about the linebacker for Ohio State. Oh yeah. What mid game. What is going on there, too?
1: That is fucking wild. I love it. I love seeing the disharmony in Columbus, Ohio.
2: They, I, I, I mean, between Ryan Day publicly throwing his defensive coordinator under the bus constantly, not even knowing who's going to call the plays, and then a linebacker, it sounded like he tried to go on the field, got waved off by another guy, came off, tried to run to the locker room. They tried to bring him back. Then he just threw his gloves in the, in the crowd and took off his jersey, and then they escorted him to the locker room. And he tweeted out, like, right Fuck that, Ohio he, State." <laughs> he was like, good luck to all my boys on the team. That was it.
1: <laughs> Jesus. That was fucking awesome.
2: Man. Oh, my God. Indiana only beat Western Kentucky by two. Indiana yeah, was dude. supposed to be a top ten team. They're now two and two. With a, wins over <laughs> Western Kentucky and Idaho. Jesus. Oh, my God! That, is that Michigan's
1: next home game, Indiana or Northwestern? Uh, Northwestern and then Indiana. And then Indiana.
0: Yeah. It's fucking wild. Yeah, don't sleep really... on Maryland. Maryland, 37 to 16 over Kent State. But uh, little two. They're and 4-0, with, right? Yeah, little two with 384 yards. Wow. Wow.
2: They're gonna cause something. They're gonna cause some chaos in this Big Ten race, for sure. They're gonna beat somebody big at some point, and then it's gonna be like, who the hell was? Nobody was thinking about Maryland, and now they're gonna be like in it.
0: Right yes. on Friday, they play Iowa. I wouldn't be surprised at a little might be an upset, upset there. there. Oh, there you go. There
1: and on Friday night, you said,
0: yeah. Ooh, fun!
1: I like that.
2: We really need Ohio State to get upset
1: by a Big Ten team. That's what we I'm really so need. so fucking happy. Hey, man, allocate-
0: Rutgers next week. Rutgers coming out. Oh, God. It? I hope so. I'll bet
1: that game.
2: If, uh... Okay, if, if Rutgers goes out and just gets whomped by Ohio State, are you going to be like, oh, shit. <laughs> like, oh, there <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you I, mean I, won't <laughs> I won't feel good about it. I won't feel good about it. I agree. I agree. Um... I don't know, so we'll see. We'll see what happens. Um, that's a crazy day in college football. Crazy year in college football already. Um, I will say, no matter what, we had a hell of a, hell of a time at the tailgate yesterday. Three thirty Good games, time. best games, perfect, perfect. perfect tailgate. Even after it rained all fucking morning. <laughs> and oh my then, god! And then finally, the like weather broke and it was beautiful. The rest oh my of my
1: god. Night so fucking nice. I was telling you guys, I took Oakley for a walk this morning. It's just beautiful outside. Perfect, crisp fall weather. Going to warm up for the afternoon. It's my time of year, man. Got football. A little bit cooler. I'm a big boy. I get hot you quick. Don't, you don't, you I don't sweat. <laughs> I need I need the cool weather, man. So this is great. I'm loving it. It,
2: it, it is great. crispy. It's crispy. It's, it's football weather for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, so, We'll see what goes on this week, man. I, I think that, uh, you know, it'll be interesting to hear what these coaches say about what happened. I know Jim said already in the, uh, he said in the press, uh, in the post game, he said something like, as soon as they start putting pretty, you know, if it was pretty or not up on the scoreboard, I'll start paying attention to that. Um, so he cares about the W, which I think is, is the right oh, play.
1: It yeah. took me a second to understand what was being yeah, sorry.
2: said. Back. That was a lot. That was a lot for you to
1: to take in uh, <laughs> at this moment.
0: The fogginess is just I need to get another thing of coffee. No, yeah, but uh, he's it's good to know that at least he recognized it too, right? That he was like, Yeah, well, it didn't look great, but it got done. Who cares? W. Yep. Yep,
2: yep, yep. Um, so we'll take a W. It's four and oh, four and without they haven't, they have not. Given up, or they have not uh, trailed all year. So, yeah, you know what? We got to be happy about where we're at right now. We're still good. Um, we're still good. You know, it's one of those things too, where if uh, if they played poorly in the first half, but then turned it on in the second half, we'd be having an entirely different conversation,
1: right? <laughs> oh yeah, I'd be like, oh look at them come back from adversity, and <laughs> oh they came back and won, like it's incredible. Exactly. Effect that it happened from first half to second half. Yeah,
2: totally. So. Let's. Uh, I mean, we'll. We'll. Uh, you know, we'll have some more podcasts going. Obviously, this week, um, we'll see if if we have some guests. I'm not sure what we have lined up here, but um, we were very guest heavy last week, so maybe we'll take a couple ourselves here. I like to listen to myself talk as much as I like our guests too. <laughs> I know you guys. Nothing. Know that.
1: Nothing sweeter than the sound of my own voice.
2: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, uh, you know, Forno. Going into the uh, Wisconsin game here, one to zero in Big Ten play. Uh, first, hey, Michigan football, first in the Big Ten East. Love it, right? I love it, so, baby. Tied for first in the Big Ten East, so you can't take that away from us. That's <laughs> so, right. <laughs> <laughs> we'll take that. All right. Stop well, the count. Stop the stop count. The count. <laughs> yeah. so we're going to Indy. We're going to. Indy. <laughs> oh Oh, goodness (laughs) all (laughs) right well uh you can follow us at blue by 90 on instagram twitter (laughs) facebook at blue by 90 podcast on youtube uh we will see you later this week go blue
1: go blue go blue